0: What's up, guys? We are back with another episode of Where the Map Turns Blue. Today, we are sitting down, and we are in the winner's circle with Captain Connor Leibel. Um, Connor, what's up, buddy?
1: How we doing? What's up? How we doing? Doing a day in paradise, uh, hiding from the rain.
0: Doing good, yep. Yeah, we are uh, currently sitting in a pole barn on a 36-foot yellowfin, and this is Connor's boat. Um connor we are out of where where are you mainly fishing out of right now
1: here uh st augustine florida is where i've grown up i've been here my whole life pretty cool um little place you know it's starting to get crowded but other than that uh fishing's awesome when the weather's nice uh this year it's been a it's been a really long rainy season but um other than that i mean the fishing here is just phenomenal can uh can't ask for much better um offshore inshore so it's all pretty nice, you know. uh Just a little travel for us offshore guys. Um, we are running sixty to seventy, if not more than that, miles out there, and it's a bunch of fuel. But hey, it's you get out there and it's really cool. I mean, it's untouched. It feels like for the most part.
0: No doubt. Um, it's a it's an incredible fishery out here. Obviously, uh the wahoo shootout has uh, just begun, and that's what we're over here for. And uh, carney you want to tell us a little bit
1: how you got into fishing out here and uh what your favorite types of fishing are yeah well i grew up um mainly inshore fishing all the redfish tournaments and i got into tournament fishing and got lucky and actually you know won won a few of them so it was really cool um and got addicted quick that was it and started got a bigger boat a bigger boat and kind of got more advantages uh i ended up taking a my 26 Bay boat is what we do the inshore trips with here in St. Augustine. uh I, t- I used to take that boat 60 miles to the ledge every day, <laughs> and now I look back like, man, I, I couldn't have ever imagined doing that again. It's like, but hey, brought me to this point now. And luckily, a few years back, I got this 36, and it's treated me so, awesomely. You know, I can't, can't ask for a better boat. What I've put this thing through, uh fishing the meet mayhem circuit and then all these local tournaments uh you know the wahoo shootout we just got done with the don combs um yeah i mean it's under six foot we're definitely going and if we have to go we're going so it's fun it's good stuff that's awesome yeah these
0: 36 yellow fins are built for abuse for sure um steven he had one for a while and definitely ran it through the paces so yes. <laughs> They're they are proven boats. they
1: hold up they do proven boats
2: what uh what got you into charter fishing?
1: Just it's always been a goal of mine when I was little. Um, you know, okay, everybody always wanted to come fishing with me and I was like, you know, kinda got something going. So as soon as I turned eighteen, I got my license. Um the day I turned eighteen and started chartering. Um, you know, just luckily word of mouth, uh my mom here in Saint in St. Augustine, she's a real estate broker. So we know we know a handful of people and we've been here our whole lives, so it's okay. uh, you know, finding the people to take fishing wasn't the problem it was really the weather the weather is the biggest problem here in San Augustine but other than that you know everybody loves fishing you know more and more people coming every day to go fishing and you can catch some fish it's pretty cool seeing everybody you know you see a lot of first-timers and biggest fish anybody's ever caught and it's cool it really is for sure it's,
0: it seems like a hidden gem over here I and, mean, um you getting, hear, getting
1: out, though. It's definitely getting out. You can tell.
0: Yeah, you, you hear about the Wahoo fishing over in the Bahamas, and then you talk to a few guys from St. Augustine,
1: and they'll tell you differently <laughs> about yeah. who's got better. I mean, there's, there's some awesome fishing over there as well, you know, and here's just, you know, it's kind of untouched, I feel like, especially everybody's starting to figure them out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there's some, I think there's some big fish here. I think this 2024 season is going to be one for the books. Hopefully there's some big fish caught. There's already been. Several fish over 100 pounds caught this year, and it's early in the season. Yeah. So we're pumped, hopefully.
2: We were talking to a guy last night, and he said if they catch wahoo, that's not over 70. They don't even get excited anymore. Yeah, that's the what which- tournament
1: fishing will do to you. Yeah. It'll spoil you. It'll ruin you. You go out there and have the best day. If it wasn't a tournament, it's the best day ever. You got nine fish under, I mean, they're under 60 pounds, but you know, and you're and you bummed out that you don't have that 100-pounder. You're like, oh, man. It's yeah. still a stellar day. You know, For
2: always. sure. Absolutely.
1: No doubt. Um, one thing that uh,
0: really amazes me over here is all the different techniques that y'all are using. Um, I mean, we heard it last night while we were at the captain's party. You guys are going to stick to uh, the high-speeding, and then other guys are venturing out and really getting into the live baiting. Uh,
1: what's your preferred method out here? Um, you know, the high-speeding, it's, it's a great way to catch wahoo. You know, you're covering ground, feel like you can you know touch all the bases and find fish that are hungry and i think a wahoo when he's hungry he's going to eat whatever in front of him mm-hmm. he really is um so it's really just you know now with high speed and you can cover all this ground and when that bite happens hopefully you're in the you're in the right area and you get that bite them guys live baiting are kind of you know if you can find the bait where the fish are and you can just slow that bait down that they've been after all day and they finally you slow it down for them, and they're going to feed, I feel like, you know. For sure. So uh, there's there's multiple ways. It seems like live baiting has been the key to catch a little bit bigger fish. mm mm-hmm. um, Don't know why. Those big fish, they eat the high speeds, too. They really do. But uh, I don't know. It's kind of just what you want to do. Um, you really got to have a crew to do live baiting. You know, it's, yeah, you can go out there, you can catch the bait, and you can just drag it around, and uh, it does work, you know. But Wahoo are, I mean, it's a, it's a kingfishing on steroids i mean it's yeah. insane it's these fish come 100 mile an hour one way and several people i've seen it so many times not just because i've said it people look at me and it's like all oh, the fish is gone and you scream as loud as you can reel. he's <laughs> coming back at you at 100 mile an hour and it's it's cool it's a good time for sure that's what, awesome
2: what uh for live baiting what what bait are you typically using
1: really anything you can get your hands on um out there we have blue runners um bonita um sometimes pods of pogies will come by, and uh, there's methods on getting them you know you're trying to do the snag hook rig where you just cast through there and rip it through there and hopefully snag a a pogie or something like that um but that's pretty much your main three is your your runners sometimes you can get rainbow runners those are super cool um all depends on what you can catch out there you. I'm not sure in this tournament. It all depends if you're allowed to throw the cast net prior to leaving the mm-hmm. inlet. If you can, great. Mullet is awesome to bring out there, you For know, sure. just to yeah, have a hard. bait in the well when you get there to kind of figure out what you're gonna do to throw the lures out, start high speed and or live bait it depending on the conditions. Um, yeah, between mullet, bonita, blue runners, rainbow runners, yeah, those are probably our top, our top top baits here. If you find but they look like sardine kind of goggle eye looking things um some people say they're goggle eyes here but i really don't think they are there's <laughs> like a, a really grown sardine um or a, whatever they call them the minnows. but um for sure yeah but that's pretty much pretty much our main baits and my favorite is the bonita if you can get your hands on them you know they're fast they're awesome bullet bonitas. but you got to be careful with them we're using these you know size six treble hooks huge yeah. So you'll you'll be holding on to this. They're a tuna, you know, so you're yeah. holding on to this tuna and he's going nuts and I'm always big bait, big fish. Yeah. Um love putting the big baits out there. Yeah. No I'll that's put a six pound six pound bonita and he'll be pulling drag already and then the drag <laughs> just increases and you're like, Oh, that's him. There he is. And it's it's cool.
0: Yeah, that's that's super cool. I I saw that meme that was going around social media and it it was the tuna and they they had the gun yeah they had the gun sound effects behind it yeah yeah yeah. definitely a little sketchy with some treble hooks hanging out of the back of it i've been
1: hooked i've been hooked a lot i had a trip where luckily we're in the fish we're catching them live bait and it's it's going off and i just wasn't thinking i went to go unhook a wahoo to pop the hook out and get another bait in the water and i just drug my hand right into a treble and it's in the wahoo still too i'm oh, like yeah. oh this is a serious moment and i thank god i got the other hook out and i come out and i'm like guys and my buddy on the boat travis is goofy guy. i mean he's a great guy and I, uh, i don't know how many times he's done this but he was like oh i can get this out and this is a big trouble hook and i was like all right sure enough he wrapped a line around it popped it out and at that second second later rod went off i had a wahoo on we were like yeah <laughs> everywhere i'm like oh man that's awesome but uh it was cool it was best time i ever had a hook in my hand you know it wasn't really a bad moment luckily we were catching fish yeah the uh, adrenaline was pumping yeah exactly didn't feel it till the next day it was like oh for sure but how
2: many uh how many guys are fishing with you do you fish with like the same team for the tournament or
1: um not not always um used to have a crew that we did the kingfish series we kind of took a break on the kingfish series um just you know got a lot got life going on fishing local tournaments we have plenty of tournaments here to fish but uh so now it's pretty much just, you know, you need about a three-man crew, and uh, I got some boys all around, all around that are pretty awesome at live baiting, or got it going on. A bunch of my buddies are charter captains and stuff like that, so when we need to, we put the crew together, and uh, we'll go out there and catch some fish, but um, lately, you know, it's been some guys that I work with on the side, you know, we take them out, and it's it's not rocket science out there, you know, as long as a couple of people have an idea of what's going on, you can... You can go out there and catch some fish. For sure. For sure. Keep the laughs up, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always got to have that guy on the boat. It's just, you know, he's not even there for the fishing. He don't even know what's going on. He's just there for a good time. Keeps the good energy. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. Some yeah. days it can get stressful out there. You know, a lot of these tournaments, a bite spin in the afternoon, so you'll sit there all day, nothing. At 4 o'clock hits, you got an hour to fish, and all hell breaks. And it's, on. it's like it's, a, it's on, yes. For sure. You got to capitalize. You got to, like, all right, it's serious now you know everybody's tired we have been after it all day and it's like all right start catching baits or yeah. yeah it gets cool it gets. it gets awesome
0: yeah when when you're fishing these tournaments uh say so you're going out there beautiful day um you can go anywhere uh are you mainly are you looking for bait are you working specific ledges that you really really
1: like uh yep what are you looking for out there um you know we have uh certain areas here in what we call and we got like the buoy bottom it's about 20 30 40 miles out about 40 miles um 120 foot of water gotcha and uh it's there's just a bunch of live bottom ledges maybe a few wrecks out there here and there but it's all that so you you know you start the season covering the bases high speeding around trying to figure out where the bait's holding up in these areas you'll know one spot it won't it'll have a bunch of bottom stuff maybe and doesn't really have much bait but you find the area where it's just a tower of bait coming all the way to the surface you're like okay and you fish it and you might catch a fish on it and so then you kind of pick out your areas and then you know as the season moves on i feel like the bite fires up i don't know if they're mating they're breeding or what they're doing but in march they really fire up here and they just they're biting you know yeah. you can go out there and catch a lot of fish and big fish but um yeah. yeah um i hear you keep mentioning like the season is there a
0: time where they really just shut off over here uh or is it just kind of, is it year round and other times are just on fire?
1: Um, it starts, you know, we, we start up beginning of the year, you know, or the end of the year, December, December mm-hmm. is when, uh, you know, you can start catching them. Um, they're here year round. I know uh, when the tunas come through, the mahi's come through, we'll catch them. We'll pick them out of there, but nothing like, nothing like February, March, March, uh, February, March, they're, they're heavy here. I think the migration's pulling through. You can see them, they're catching them up there in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And once they get, they kind of stopped catching them, they, they tore them up this year up there. So we we're like, we're excited. And so far we've had plenty of big fish here and uh, we think the season's going to be awesome, but they're still catching them up there. So we know there's still more coming for sure. And that's the plan. It's just, we haven't caught this many hundred pounders in a while out here
2: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, this early for sure. I feel like, and uh but yeah, I'm pumped. I think there's a bunch of fish coming and this year should be awesome. Definitely uh, uh they, they yeah they tend to just fire up in february and march um i don't know like i said i don't know if they're breeding or what but uh you can go out there and the bites just it's better definitely better
0: cool um let's uh, let's dive a little bit into the wahoo shootout um that is it's a great tournament uh paul and lauren dozier do an awesome job with that uh we just went to the captain's party last night they had a hell of fun. a throwdown yeah, for sure bunch of people uh, great live music, cold beer. Uh, but what
1: what's that tournament mean to St. Augustine? It's big. Um, you know, it's been here for, I forget how many years they've been doing it now, but uh, it's been a long time. And we've always wanted to fish it. We actually just started fishing it three years ago. And, um, you know, every year's kind of been better. Last year was awesome. Unfortunately, it wasn't on my boat, but uh, got to go out with a great crew, great group of guys. Uh, Captain Stewart, Stewart Witt with the Get With It crew. Um, my boy Daniel, Chase, us three, we say when we get together, it's a dream team and it's cool. You know, we, we get after it, but, um, a couple other people on the boat too. It was great, great group of guys. And the stars just lined up for us that day. We won the tournament, but, um, the Wahoo shootout anyways, it's, it's an awesome tournament. Now they changed it up a little bit this year. Uh, it's two days instead of three days. Um, which is, Hey, it just makes it, you know, you got to get it done more competitive Uh, yep exactly it's anybody's game you know it really is and it's just you got to go out there and the stars got to line up for you and for somebody it's going to (laughs) hopefully it's us again man fingers crossed
0: no doubt uh run us run us through that day i mean that first of all let's let's talk about the fish i mean it's a two fish aggregate correct for the well it was a
1: three fish aggregate gotcha was pretty sure that's the the main term and i actually don't remember right now but like big fish that that covers a lot of the uh, Calcutta's. um but him he was 129 pounds so that was that was the day after we caught him um we maybe could have took a little bit better care of him and he could have been to 130s it was i was like dang it was close but uh still a giant you know i had no clue he was that big when we we ended up catching nine fish that day we started out high speeding and uh you know, we were catching fish, and we saw all these other guys live baiting, and it was like, dang, hey, should we live bait? Because we're catching—the fish are—they're getting bigger. I think our third fish actually was the 90—the 90, the 98. Damn. And, uh, 97, whatever it was. And, um, he was cool, but we kind of thought he was, like, 70 pounds. We were like, yeah. okay, you know, he's 70 pounds. It's a good one. We still need a bigger one. We need another one. So we were fishing hard, and it really came down to the— I mean, we high-sped all the way till— three, about three o'clock probably. And uh, by that time, I feel like the guys that are around us got tired of hearing our drags going off. So they started <laughs> high speeding. We were like, let's start live baiting. So that's what we did. We switched it up. And I mean, from the first bait in the water, we had fish all around the boat. And at the last, like 4, thirty, four fifteen, you know, we had a few minutes left and that's when it all broke loose. We had the submarines swimming around the boat and they were, when they looked nine foot long in the water just subs i mean giant wahoos and uh we've seen the 115 i had a chance on the 115 he actually missed it and you could see the boat wake he was pushing it went over to another boat our buddies were next to us everybody's kind of coming into this one bait pod because we're we're screaming we're yelling you know it's it's going down and uh they make their way and you can see the fish go over to them bam they hook up and they go and they catch them and we don't have the 129 yet So we seen that happen. It was like, dang it! We heard them bring it in the boat. They're freaking out. It's a giant, 115. And uh, luckily, I mean, two or three baits later, later, my buddy Chase, he was holding the rod and hooked the bonita up and just pointed it right in this fish direction. I mean, he just seen the, (laughs) he just inhaled it, and uh, that was it. They we took off and really didn't take too long to catch them. You know, we gave them the beans, what we like to say. You know, it's we're using straight braid to the leader. You know, everything you got. Um, We have a really bad shark problem here. I mean, it's pretty much everywhere from what I've heard. Um, So as soon as you hook these big fish, these sharks are coming. And uh, luckily, you know, we had other baits rigged up. And when the big shark came this time, I was just so lucky to be able to throw this bait right in front of that shark and he ate it. And once I knew that I had him hooked, it was like, sweet. (laughs) You know, he's not going to eat our fish anymore. So, you know, I mean, everything was just lining up and yeah. so we caught that we went on that fish did one big run pretty much and then he just l- she laid sideways and just did the corkscrew and i mean she was just big to get through the water and you know we're using live bait rods so i mean it's putting some pressure on them and finally just got him up yeah hit him with the gaff and that was it threw him over we were like that's awesome it's the way you do it i think we had like 15 minutes left in tournament time two month long tournament we were like that's how you do it <laughs> yeah that's man. The one. it was butterflies the whole ride in that's for sure um mm-hmm. tears were dropped. It was it was a great day. Sweet, yeah, Yeah. no doubt. Uh, What did your buddy have to say
0: that this killed the (laughs) one fifteen? They were pumped. They were
1: pumped. You know, they they didn't know how big our fish was. We didn't know how big their fish was. You know, so we were all. It was it was a good morning. The next morning at the scale, no doubt. They were all standing around, and a lot of us. You know, you got the the old guys that were. I heard the team that was in first place. They had a pretty good first place. You know, and you needed dream day to go out there and beat them so they had a lot of stuff planned for yeah. the next day and i heard they uh they had to make some cancellations because they seen our pictures when we got back in yeah knew that we were going to the scale but uh so everybody's up there for the weigh-in and it was it was cool they, they told me they said make sure you wait a little one first and when i we weighed the 98 Stuart said it was like dude i told you to wait a little one first and i was like I did. I did yeah and we were like oh man we pulled a big girl out and it was like oh golly that's the one fish where every time we kept looking at her she got bigger and bigger we were like all right that's awesome but i never would have guessed she was 130 yeah that's, 129 that's an amazing fish that's, that's awesome. the
2: fish of a lifetime yeah for sure for the unless you live in saint augustine i hope then maybe not yeah i hope they get year. bigger you know but i
1: hope there's some bigger ones out there no doubt they, they say that they get 200 pounds yeah so yeah that'd
2: be. she's out there swimming somewhere
1: chewing waiting on me yeah
2: yeah maybe you'll get her <laughs>
1: Dude, yeah hopefully this next month uh, somebody sh- somebody will i'm sure there's a lot of boats in this tournament and a lot of people out are doing it now so we're gonna see what's out there for That's sure cool. for
0: sure um well connor uh you want to tell people where they can find you on social media and yeah, um, uh, where to I'm catch on, up
1: with you yeah of course um i'm on instagram uh captain, C-A-P-T dot libel um we're here in St. Augustine, Florida. We got inshore, offshore. Um, you know, we don't do super early booking, but uh, you know, we try to get it done when, when you guys want to go fishing. Um, great time of the year for Wahoo right now until the end of March. Um, even, even later than that, every now and then they'll bite. You know, we get them year round, but it's time right now to go get them. Um, it is kind of fair. It's, you know, it's some decent weather out there. So when we do get out there, you know, you kind of got to be prepared for the weather if you are wanting to go Wahoo fishing. But, um, other than that, the inshore bite's on fire. Sheephead bite's awesome right now. That's yeah. year-round, you know. Yeah, smashed him yesterday, Yeah, huh? smashed him yesterday. We had, you know, close to 35 fish all nice ones. The biggest one was 9 and a half pounds. Awesome. Some man. big girls. But, um, yep, on social media, uh, NextGen, um, I think you can look me up online at nextgenfishing.com, NextGen Fishing Adventures. Um, you got Kat, me, Captain Connor, and Captain Sam runs inshore boat. He does fly fishing, uh. We actually got to do the the red snapper on the fly last year, and that oh, was that's, sick. That's so this group cool, of guys, cool. they came down from New York many times, like four years in a row. Finally, we got it done last year. A giant red snapper gave us a chance <laughs> and didn't go down and break us off. Scoped Stayed out like up. a wahoo, you know, went on <laughs> yeah. the surface. We were like, "Oh, we got him!" Giant red snapper. And, so, uh, cool. what do
2: you do you just like chum them up yep, to the surface? Yep, chum them then, up to the yeah. surface,
1: and you kind of they wouldn't eat like a fly that looked different. You had to make it look just like the chum. So yeah. it looked just like the chum. They came up and they didn't care. They were just eaten Yeah, that's cool. And it was that it was the last fish of the day too. Last spot, probably about 15 miles off San Jose. We we're on the way in. We we're like we had fish break us off all day, and it's that's what it's been every trip. And uh, this fish finally came up, and it was giant. we were like, oh, if he eats <laughs> it, you know, and he ate it, and it was like, oh, and we got him. It was that's sick. really cool. Yeah, but that's um, so sick. definitely come come give us a call. Uh, come out here and see it for yourself you know it's it's a pretty awesome fishery here in st augustine and it's a great great old old little town you know come check it out got a cool fort got lighthouse got the alligator farm um super cool place to come and just hang out and have have a vacation for sure
0: awesome well connor thanks for thanks for coming on and thank you guys thank you guys for listening to another episode of where the map turns blue